Talk and listen like you mean it. Hello, everybody. Hello, my darling. Hello. How are you? I'm fabulous. Of course you are. I'm on fire. There you go. (laughs) Everybody, welcome. We are on Signpost for Living with Dr. Kirsten Hunter, and this is my gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous Kristen Coggan. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So, you don't know what we're talking about today. No. Right, of course. Well, I did hear you just say it. You did. But I don't really know what you're talking about. Yes. Yes. Well, see, my darling, you're a fantastic communicator. Am I really? Oh, yes. Well, you're very bright. You've got a lot of heart and a lot of head. And you've got a wicked sense of humour. And you're great at telling a yarn, telling a story. Can and, do that. Um, but you and I, we've never had any problems to talk through and have a deep DNM. Actually, we know we have, haven't we? We've talked about a lot of things. <laughs> but nothing, you, we've, you know, we haven't had conflict. So no. I haven't seen you in the world of conflict before. So oh, it's not pretty. Really? What do you do? I swear. Do you swear? I'm growing up though and trying to get mature and trying to stop swearing when I get a little bit antsy. <laughs> well, you're not alone, are you? No, no. 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 But yeah, that's my... And so then I start tripping over myself because I'm trying not to swear. What does tripping over? I like tripping over my own words. Yeah. What do you think are the main things we do wrong when we're trying to communicate? Now, obviously, if things are, you know, if we don't have a point of conflict... Communication is mm-hmm. quite easily mm-hmm. easy usually. Says she trying to communicate. Um, <laughs> uh, what do you think? What do you think are some of the things people do wrong? Um, That's an interesting topic, isn't it? It is. Yeah. I know that I struggle if I'm trying to articulate something that I'm not a hundred percent sure of. As in what you're thinking and what you're feeling. What, what the I'm issue thinking. Is. Yeah. Like perhaps I'm in a um, a work scenario mm. and I know what I want to say but I'm not quite sure how to say it. So then my brain starts thinking, see, now you're going to discover that I'm not really <laughs> that good a communicator. Um, my brain starts moving faster than my mouth, I guess. Wow, what happened? And, oh, not good. Yeah, no, I just don't get out what I really want to say. Yeah, and then you get more flustered and frustrated yes. and that doesn't go well. No, so I've got to – I have to concentrate really hard to calm that down and not do that. Mm. I've noticed when can people don't communicate well – they um, might come in with a bit of a hammer approach, you know, mm. come in a bit kind of angry and furious mm. and then the other person's walls go up. Yep. So you're dealing with the other person's defences and um, they go into threat mode. So, mm. you know, their thinking brain's not great. Mm. Um, I've noticed when people don't feel heard that they repeat the issue over and over and over. Yes. So kind of nagging and that just shuts the other person down. Mm-hmm. And I, I think another big one is when people are so consumed by their own issues, um, they can't listen. And so they're not listening to the person's response and they're just thinking about what they'll say next. Yes. You've noticed that one? Yes. And I used to do that. I think everyone used to do everything, But right? I, I really endeavour not to do that now. Mm, mm, absolutely. And um, also I think a lot of people communicate where they might have their own issues triggered and they don't know that and they're kind of presume they're presuming a lot. They're mm. presuming the other person meant that this. That does my head in and people <laughs> presume they know what I'm about to say. Oh, yes. My kids do it a lot. Do they? 
Or, or you know, if if you know, you might say something, and the other person's, "Are you saying that I'm saying this?" And you're like, "No, no, not not actually." But they're, calm your farm. That's they're, not what I'm saying. They're, they're off, and they're determined that you actually meant that. Mm. You meant that insult, or you meant that kind of, you know, uh, you know, to imply something. Mm. And the other person, you know, so no one knows what anyone's saying. Mm. They're all. It's all just a big storm of. Mm. I was about to swear, but you know. Yes. Mm. Okay. Why is communication important? like you're back at school yes i do well where would we be without it mm. the world wouldn't be turning no people need to understand each other mm. they need to find a common understanding and a common plan and check in and mm. yeah absolutely so you know it's so it sounds boring but it's really not i mean if if we don't know how to communicate we're really not going to get anything done and we're not going to be able to fix problems. Mm. We're not going to build relationships. Mm. Communication is absolutely one hundred and one, isn't it? And it's more than just your words. Oh my gosh! Where? It's, yes, it's a, they say seventy five percent, something like that, is nonverbal. Is that where you're going? Yes, that's where I'm going, and that's mm. what worries me because everybody texts now or <laughs> emails, and so you're missing out on the nuances of the conversation, yep. which can change the understanding of it completely. Oh yeah, you say something in sarcasm, mm. they take it literally. So I'm not like really heavy on the emojis, <laughs> trying to make sure people don't take it the wrong way. <laughs> you know, sometimes I write, I write ha ha ha, and I'm like, oh, I'm such a dad. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Well, I'll go back to the emojis to keep you happy, darling. <laughs> but oh, yes, and, no. and, and, and some people are better at it than others. Yeah, yeah. So my husband, when he texts, he has, okay. <laughs> I think if he's on a good day, we can get a thumbs up. <laughs> well, he's, he's playing it safe. Yes, he's yeah. very safe, yes. Yeah. But, um, you know, a lot of people uh, can have workplace breakdown over communication. Mm, mm. They can um, obviously have a lot of family issues, relationship issues, friendship issues, everything, mm. everything communication. It really is just, you know, how did two monkeys get together on a branch? Like it's really basic stuff. Yes. Now here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think if everyone could get this right, we would just, we would just you know, evolve quickly as a, as a species. When we communicate, people are all about themselves, right? Yep. What am I thinking? What's my issue? What do I want you to understand about me? Yes. Yes. We need to turn that around and our communication needs to be to understand the other person yes. and to be an expert on them and to draw out of them their perspective, their needs, mm. their understanding. We already know what we think. Mm. So we need to become an expert on the other person and use words to create that. Yes. Meanwhile, hopefully they're going to be doing that towards us and then we're an expert on each other. And until you can be an expert on each other, how the hell are you going to address the issue? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I really think um, pers- uh, that's called perspective taking. Mm-hmm. So jumping into the other person's shoes mm-hmm. and understanding what they're thinking and what they're feeling and to a degree what's their back history. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which, you know, personally I'm pretty, um, like that's where I go because mm. I tend to want to understand people. But, yeah, so communication, how, how, do we, how, do we, how do we create this revolution where everyone stops being about themselves and, be, and becomes highly motivated to be an expert on the other person so that then you can create the bridge between you 
and understand and... Well, how do you do that, Kirsten? <laughs> no, you have the answers, Kristen. <laughs> Everybody, you're enjoying the Kirsten, Kristen, because we, we, we're still silly about that. Yes. Seriously, so, like, yeah. how, how do you... I don't know. It's like, like listening in a way that you've... if I'm going to say you've never done before, but it's you've got to listen in a different way mm. to what is being said to you and try and understand. And this is where I think the nuances of the conversation come in too. It's their body language, it's the look in their eyes, it's that sort of thing mm. that um, conveys the depth of the conversation and the communication. Yep, absolutely. That's what I think. No question whatsoever. And, you know, when we look at people who aren't great at body language, that we look at the people with autism spectrum mm-hmm. and, you know, notoriously, you know, they really struggle with checking out those nuances, looking at body mm-hmm. language, eyes, tone of voice, um, and they will listen to words in a concrete way. And mm-hmm. so I guess it's kind of, you know, they need a lot of scaffolding to figure that stuff out. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're neurotypical and there's no excuse, like <laughs> step up, sweetheart. <laughs> no, but really you've, you've got to study the other person. That's the answer, study the person. Mm-hmm. So I think, do you think it's, like what's going on? Do you think it's um, people don't have the skills? Do you think that it's about the fact that they're hurting so much on something, so they're all about their own needs? Do you think it's about winning and it's a power issue? I mean, obviously it's all of the above, different situations. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And it's, and it's frustrating to learn how to handle um, the person who wants to win or the person who wants to be assertive and on top of the conversation. Mm then it's a whole nother skill level to handle that person and get around them. Okay, so to me that's just fun. Yeah, okay, that's fun for you. <laughs> that's exhausting for me. Yeah, that's like that's like that's like a toy to play with for me. Someone who's trying to be yeah. powerful. But yeah, you're right. Normally normally they um, are very exhausting and people don't know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. I just like this peculiar hobby. You, and well it takes patience and it's mm. you've got to be prepared to be open to someone yeah. who might be taking up a path you don't want to go. Mm. Can I take you through when I've got a couple in here or a family, families, this happens Mm -hmm. as well, and I'm like, okay, we're going to do some communication skills 101. Okay. Mm -hmm. So. um, You don't make them play silly games and stuff, do you? No. And I never get people to role play. Good. I hate role playing. Mm. I just feel like a total idiot. Mm. Yeah. I'll be an idiot on my own. Mm. I'm perfectly comfortable with that. <laughs> no, perspective taking is really interesting. So we have this issue, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so you and I have a conflict. Right. So what we would do, we might be husband and wife, wife and mm-hmm. wife, husband and husband, family member, whatever, and here we are. And it is a case of we have this diagram mm-hmm. and I will say, I, Kirsten, mm-hmm. think that Kristen is thinking this and I will... I will put out there what I think you're thinking, mm-hmm. so perspective taking, and I will write that down. So a good diagram, and then you come in and say, "This is how you're correct, and mm-hmm. this is how you're not correct." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you have a turn and you say, "I think Kirsten, we really need to change our names, don't we?" <laughs> K one and K two. <laughs> I think Kirsten. I think I think the other presenter um, yeah. is thinking this about the issue. Yeah. And then you write it down. One, two, three. This is life changing. There you go. And then I come in and I say, "This is correct." One, two. But number three is not correct. Right. Right. Let me clarify that. Yeah. And so, what we've done in our communication is neither of us has said anything 
about what we think. Yep. And what we have done is we have shown an interest in each other. So immediately we have goodwill. We have shown um, our awareness of each other and that's very meaningful to hear that the other person has a clue. Um, we've been able to clarify when we've got it wrong and it's a safe place to be able to educate. Mm-hmm. And without either of us telling uh, about ourselves, we have the situation on the table. Yep. So that's what we do. And then we've got the situation on the table and then um, what I do coming in as a psychologist is I say, well, you know what? You guys don't realise, but you actually agree. And I find all the areas where they typically have a lot of agreement and they haven't noticed, they haven't realised because they're so consumed by the presumption that they're disagreeing or the areas they disagree. And then, yeah, then we we can actually talk it through. So that's what we do with perspective-taking with people, trying to get them into each other's heads. Yep. Yeah. That's fabulous. It is pretty cool, hey? Lots of arrows. I'm going to be using this tomorrow yeah. at work. I can I can send it through to you, the nice little... <laughs> <laughs> at work? How are you going to use it at work? I'm not saying, because they might be listening. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out, everyone. Watch out. So, you know, I think it'd be really great if um, we use this with our kids and, mm. you know, we've got two siblings and we'll say, well, what do we think, you know, the other child's thinking? What, yeah. And we ask them, what do they think? And how do, we, how do we find a middle ground? Or how do you find a way so that you can talk about your needs but you're not stomping all over the other person? And um, it really is just um, a lot of care. Yep. I think that's another thing. If we're not caring, um, you know, it's very hard to... It, it does presume caring, doesn't it? Yes, it does. You've got to care to do this, otherwise you wouldn't do it. Mm. That is true. That is true. And I guess if they're not caring, then we have to go back to the premise of what the problem is there, but yes. with boundaries and protecting the person. So, okay, let's change this. Let's make it talk and listen like you mean it with safe people. Okay. <laughs> There's a proviso. <laughs> it's a really good point, actually. Yes. Um, I have some clients who come in and they're in, um, you know, controlling relationships and they're not safe. They're not safe to put their um, needs or opinions out there because the other person will just launch at them and annihilate them. And there isn't the presumption of, you know, trying to constructively mm. work it through. It is mm. just, just completely about power. Mm. And so, yes, yeah. there has to be a want. Yeah, it has to be someone to, who... To do you, something for the betterment of... Yeah. You, fundamentally, the, yeah. you're in each other's corner. You're not actually opponents. Yes. Yeah, or one person trying to um, oppress the other. Mm. Yeah. I'm glad we got onto that. Mm. Yeah, so there you go. Should we teach this in schools? Yes. Oh, this is, yes. I know. Communication 101. What grade? You could start this in prep. Prep. You could basic this right down and put this in their language and get them practising this really early, I reckon. I know. Because there's lots of conflict in prep. There is. And everyone from overseas, this yeah, yeah. is five and six-year-olds. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Lots of conflict. Yeah. So remember when I worked in a prep classroom and did behaviour management for three months years no, ago? No, 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 I don't remember that. Oh. We'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everyone. Great. So what's really important here is that with perspective taking, if you are not an expert on the other person's thoughts and their emotional state, then you can't even start and you need to interview the other person and ask them. Mm. You need to communicate and paraphrase to them your understanding of what they're thinking and what they're feeling, Mm. they need to do that back to you 
if one person talks more than the other, one's over talker and one's less, have a, have, have you ever heard of a talking stone? Yes. <gasps> Great. What's a talking stone? Oh, well, I say talking stick. And stick. If, if you've stone. got the stick, you're talking. If you don't, Pen. you're not talking. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. It can be anything. Mm. Um, yeah. And so basically it's about um, having something visual so you realise if one person has it 90% of the time, we have a problem. Mm. And it's about being quiet while the other person has their talking stick, as you say. I feel I'd be the one with the stick. You might be. You might I'd be. Have but to consciously hand you would, the stick You out. would notice that. <laughs> <laughs> you would notice it. You'd probably feel a yeah, bit peak. self-conscious and embarrassed yeah. at some point and you'd hand it over. Yes. And that's the point. It communicates that, doesn't yes. it? It looks at the ratio. Yes. So we're trying to create a little bit more 50-50 kind of communication. Mm. Mm. You know what we need to do? Two, 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 two. We don't need to do this. What? But everyone's in Zoom and team meetings at the moment. Yeah. And that's really hard to pull someone up who's on a roll. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have an answer. Yeah, I know. But just think about that. That could be another podcast. <laughs> what we like have a like virtual, virtual, a virtual talking, talking stick. stick program. Oh, what about if there's like a timer and your, your screen shuts down? Yes. Yeah. Oh, but I'd want to be the one on the button shutting people down. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> That'd be great. Imagine it was five, four, three, two. Oh, fantastic. Anyway, that's silly. But I should hope so. Yes. <laughs> Good to talk, darling. Yes. Oh, what about fun. you? Oh, yes. Everyone, if you would like to subscribe, that would be great. I'm learning about these things. Yeah. All right. So, Signpost for Living is a book series. Oh, it is. That Kirsten has written. It is. There's six books. They're a set. You can get them on Amazon, on ebooks. Kindle. Kindle. Basically every platform yep. worldwide. Yep. So just look it up. Yep. There's six books. There, her webpage, which will tell you about the books, is kirstenhunterauthor.com. Yep. Her Facebook is Kirsten Hunter Author, as is her Instagram. And Twitter. her Twitter handle is kirstenhunterau. Her YouTube channel is Psych in Your Car. And this is the best bit. Signpost for Living with Dr. Kirsten Here Hunter, we are. Yeah. the podcast. Well, till next time, darling. Thank you so much. No problems. Thank you. <laughs> I do enjoy it. Go communicate. Yes. I think we are. Yes. <laughs> See you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>